Hi everyone, welcome back to Paranormal. I'm your host, Marie Adaranti, and joining me today on the podcast once again is everybody's favorite guest, Victoria Kuchaski. Yes, <laughs> I am here. I am back. By demand. By popular demand. <laughs> Apparently I'm fancy, but... You're a fancy boy. You're a big fancy boy. Yeah, uh, sure. You know I am a woman, but yeah. yes. <laughs> welcome back to the Bay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to America. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that. What a lovely, lovely friend. Um, So we're just sitting here. What are you drinking? Water? No, I have uh, tea from David's Tea. Oh. I'm drinking apple cider and whiskey mixed together. That is always good. And then I heat it up in the microwave. Because you know me, I have to get a little get a little wild on these PCAS. You know, boozed up. Yeah, Craig thinks I have a problem. You? I don't. Do. <laughs> I always. Well, do. I mean, our dog is a little stressful. Oh my god, I haven't. <sighs> no, I haven't had like a sip of alcohol in like weeks, and I'm just looking at my full wine um, rack, and I'm like, uh, it's it's almost full. There's three spots left to fill it. And I needed wine so bad this First week. Step is I didn't drink it. I didn't drink it. I left it. Mm-hmm. I didn't go look. I didn't. Anyways, how was your week? How was your week? Well, it's been really stressful lately, but um, I mean, yeah, it's been okay. That's good. I mean, yeah. My week started with like the best news in the world. I was on like cloud nine. So for people who don't know or who don't follow me on social media. Um, like two years ago, I went to an optometrist appointment and I got diagnosed with keratoconus, which is like rapidly thinning corneas. And I guess mine was just advancing so quickly that my optometrist said I would likely be blind within the next five to 10 years. So that was fucking really hard. Um, and then he recommended this like experimental surgery (coughs) that could possibly help stop the thinning of my corneas or slow it. And in very, very rare cases, it helps your vision get better. Um, But usually it just slows it. Um, So the surgery was really expensive, as experimental surgeries are. And um, I talked to my husband and my parents, and we all decided I was going to get the surgery. So I got it two years ago uh, in one eye. And then last year in the other eye, I had to take some time off work. And like, When I say that it was an eye surgery, I'm not talking about like laser eye surgery. It was a real surgery where they like cut my eyeball open and stuff. So um, it was traumatic and I just smile through it and oh, my dog's going crazy. And um, uh, yeah, and then I had my first optometrist, like I was going to my surgeon um, like multiple times, like once every couple months to kind of like have them looked at under like their whatever fucking machines they use. And they're like, yep, it's healing. It's healing. Like everything was like, okay. Um, and, but this was the first time I went to my optometrist since the surgery and he gave me an eye test and he was like, holy shit. Like your vision didn't just like your cornea is didn't just stop thinning. Like you're one of the very rare, like 1% of people whose vision got better after the surgery. So now when I get my prescription lenses in, I'll be able to see with 2020 again. And I was like, super stoked about it. I know it was like the best. Honestly, I was like, 2018 is my year. Like I was so excited. And then, I mean, you know, 
you start off the week real good and uh, you're eating vegetables and and, 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 and lean happens. proteins. And then it just knocks you down. And then, you know, you just get get some news. And uh, before you know it, by Thursday, you're eating Ruffles chips and hell of a good dip for dinner after you hit the gym. So that's where, that's where I'm at mentally at this point. Hey, I had breakfast for dinner today, so. Yeah, well. So it was too late to make Did you else. have a mental breakdown at work today? <laughs> I think internally. Yeah, fair enough. I don't I don't let anyone see my frustration as much as they should. Yeah. I had to have a talk with my my boss today about my mental health because Victoria and I work um for a car insurance company and we work in a claims department. So we can be dealing with um well we are dealing with people who have just been in car accidents and it gets really stressful. And, and they took it out on us. Well, no. So uh, that's not what we're I mean they love about. us. But, but, um, yeah, basically it was just, um, I, I don't think my, I, the problem was, I don't think that our boss knew that I was diagnosed, like she, she didn't know that I'm diagnosed with OCD. So it's really hard to feel like you're in control at our job because you're not, you're not. It, you, somebody's just been in a car accident. Like there's not, you know what I mean? So you're, you're not in control. Um, so so it, it takes a toll on my mental well-being because, um, you know, OCD is all about feeling like you're in control. So finally, I sat with our boss and kind of told her and had like like a sobbing fit in, in a meeting room because, because I couldn't get the words out to tell her that I had OCD. Poor, poor, our poor boss is probably just fucking terrified you know what it's important to talk about those things though it's very important to get them out it's very important so that's how my week was we i also i don't think i've updated this is like i took a week off in between oh i do have good news tell me everything i'm going to florida oh my god speaking (laughs) (laughs) speaking of good news victoria's going to florida when you leave i'm going to florida i leave so we decided to go like on the weekend so I can use up the most that I can. So we're leaving yeah. the 17th. So that's a Saturday of March. Okay. And then we're going to come back the 25th of March. So that's the Sunday. So who are you going with again? My boyfriend and our friend. Oh my God. Because so our friend's parents have a place down in Florida. Oh. So free accommodation. I want to come. They're going to feed us. They have a pool too, but their place is like close to the ocean. Too, How much so. are flights? I want to go. Our flight ended up being like 300 bucks each. What the fuck? I want to go so bad. And I know someone who yeah. works at one of those parks that says she can get me in. I'm I not going to name drop her. But she told I me mean, not to. She likes me being a guest. <laughs> On your, podcast. Guest, on your podcast, she can <laughs> shout out to me. And She's like fun. the coolest person in the world, too. I really do. Just Get me in. But, but then again, we had this whole discussion of should we go to Disney World or should we go to Universal? Both. And I was just like, it's a lot of money. You do both. What are you doing? I want to kind of go to Universal. Just go to Harry Potter World. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm going to go Maybe have some butter beers. And meet Ron. Oh my God! I would never re- meet Ron. No, they don't there. have. They but don't still, have like, them there. But I'll still. go get my wand, even though I have a wand They're from there. So but expensive. 
If you're going to Harry Potter World, you're going to get Yo, I want to come so bad. I want to come so bad. I love Harry Potter. And I want one of those mugs. And we can record from Florida. Oh, my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where it goes, like, all... Yeah, when you put hot water in it, it it changes. Have you seen that fucking thing where a guy's brother got him one of those color change him his family members with their mugshot yes it's like a black mug and then you pour in hot liquid and it turns into photos of his mugshot if i ever find out anyone that i know who who gets arrested and has a mugshot yeah oh my god i'm I'm gonna do that for them oh my god all right guys are you sorry were you guys tuning in to hear ghost stories or were you tuning in to hear us talk about our updates well let me tell you (laughs) We've got ghost stories for each night, and we've got updates. Yes, we do. People literally, like, I just got a message from a girl tonight being like, why is your podcast not up yet? Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's like, it's People like, are demanding. Popular demand. Um, all right. So what do we got today? I've got, okay, this is, an, I got an email from a girl, like, a while ago. She emailed it to me at the end of December. I'm going to read that. Um, and... Um, Victoria's got a story from one of her friends from high school. Yeah. Because nothing yeah. really ever happens to me, so I have to ask around. Yeah. Well, I've got a story from one of our, um, one of our co-workers that I'm going to tell today. One of my, she's my friend from high school, but also one of our co-workers. And then we also have, um, we have a hometown haunt tonight, obviously. And the hometown haunt is... Anaheim, California. You guys listened to this podcast an insane amount of times over the last week. So um, you guys are the hometown hot tonight. And I picked a really good one. and I'm really, really excited. All right. So shall we dive right in? Obviously. We're just waiting. We're going to start with, um, what's her name now? Is it Emily? Yes. We're going to start with Emily's email. So Emily... My sweet Emily, she emailed me this in December and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell this on my podcast, blah, blah, blah. But then I had Brendan Murphy on the podcast and our, like that episode had like a theme to it, right? So I was like, well, okay, like I can't tell. Actually, I could have fucking told it then. But um, I, anyways, whatever. We, I didn't tell it then because I had the stories picked out for that day. Then my friend Stephanie Simonelli came over. And that was the demon episode. So the stories were all about demons. So I forgot, like, I forgot to read Emily's story. And then she sent me a little message just being like, oh my God, like, I'm so excited for the demon episode. And as soon as she sent it, I was like, shit, I wanted to read her story so bad because like, it really, the story just like really resonated with me and I felt so bad. So I was like, I am going to read your story. I promise. So I'm reading your story tonight, Emily. I'm very excited to do it. Okay, so Marie, I'm so glad I found your podcast. I've listened to all the episodes now, and I wanted to tell you a few of my own stories. First, I'll try to give you a little history to set the stage. My grandparents built the house that I grew up in in the mid-60s and lived there until my grandpa died. Then me and my family moved in, and my grandma had a smaller house built next door. I lived in that house from the time I was about nine months old until I was about 17 or 18, and then I moved back in with my dad for a year, when I was about 22. My grandpa died in the kitchen of, the, of that house from a massive heart attack when I was six months old. Of course, I, oh, by the way, my, I, and then I told her after I read it, my grandfather passed away when I was six months old. Um, 
Of course, I never knew him, but I've always been told what a truly kind and outgoing person he was. I've always felt sad over the fact that we were never allowed the chance to be close, but I think he tried to make up for that through some creepy ghost encounters with me. And I was like, I feel the exact same way. Like, I've felt this weird connection to my grandfather since I was a kid, and like, I never really got to know him, but like, I just felt really connected to him. Anyways, when I was about seven, maybe, I was in my room playing Barbies as usual. My mom was in the kitchen. My sister was in the den and my dad was outside. I vividly remember hearing the faucet in the bathroom down the hall turning on full blast. I went in to see what was going on and no one was in there or even close to the bathroom. So I turned it off and went back to my room. Thinking back, there's really no way to explain it other than some paranormal shit. And she put like little squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fast forward, I was 14 years old. And I had been on the phone with my boyfriend talking about the ghost that lived in his house. We talked for hours about it. And I, okay, can you email me the stories about that? I want to know the stories about that. Hours, hours of it. I need to know. Um, And I told him about my faucet ordeal until my dad made me hang up and go to bed. That night, I'm laying in bed while my dad is taking a shower. We're home alone. Keep in mind, I had lived in this house my whole life. I know the different creaks it makes. I know what all the different doors sound like when they open and close. And I know what it sounds like when someone is knocking on the front door. So I'm laying there trying to fall asleep when I hear a very loud and random banging on the kitchen cabinet. I'm literally frozen with fear. It kept happening on and off for about five minutes or so until I got up the courage to get up and run into my dad's room so I could tell him what was happening. My dad is a very conservative Christian. Holla, I hear that. Uh, and does and absolutely does not believe in the paranormal. At least my like my dad believes in that shit. Yeah, but like he's also a very conservative Christian. Yeah. Well, Catholic, but same like Catholics yeah. are Christians. Um. Anyhow, he gets out of the shower and we walk all around the house, and he shows me that no one's here and to go to bed. I can't describe to you just how terrifying that was. I mean, loud and random banging in the kitchen where my grandpa died in gas. No, thank you. That house has always had a creepy feeling and I was always uneasy there. And even at the age of 14, sometimes I would sneak into my dad's room to sleep in his king size bed with him because I would be so scared. So fast forward a few more years. My sister moved into my dad's house again after she left her husband. Her son was maybe two or three years old at the time. And she told me that there were a few times that his toys would make random noises And another time, a Coke can just fell off the kitchen cabinet without explanation. Fast forward yet again. At 22, I moved back in with my dad for about a year. I always felt some sort of presence in my bedroom. Even as a full-grown woman who had lived alone for a few years, I could hardly stand being in my bedroom alone. One night, I woke up to a very intense feeling like someone was breathing into my ear. Another time, I just read that one and like, Kind of just like it registered after <laughs> I've spoken. Someone breathing into your ear while you're sleeping. Even like if it was a human, that's fucked. <laughs> you know? uh, another nope. time I was standing at my closet, hanging up my laundry when I heard a knock at my door and what I thought was my dad calling my name. I said, yeah, come on in. And he didn't. So I opened my door and no one was there. I walked down the hall and into the living room to find my dad, the only other person asleep in his recliner. I woke him up and asked him if he called my name and he was like, uh, no, I've been sleeping. (laughs) Such a dad thing to do. Uh, no. Uh, no, get out of here. (laughs) 
Another time I was cleaning the house and had a radio on loud to drown out the yucky, creepy silence. I walked out to smoke a cigarette and I walked back in to find my radio completely turned off. I know some of these things sound minor, but the actual feeling of being there and being in that moment is just something I'll never forget. Shortly after I moved back in with my dad at 22, my niece was born. While at the hospital visiting her, my aunt, my dad's sister, told me about how my grandpa had said something when I was born about how sad he was how sad he was because he knew that he wouldn't be there to watch me grow up. He had a lot of heart complications and was well into his 70s, and he knew his time was short. Like I said before, he died six months after I was born. For the next six months or so, I would babysit my little niece every day while my sister was working. So after her sister gave birth. Yeah. My sister would drop her off with me at my dad's house, so I had quite a few of her toys lying around. One night, I was in my room alone, and out of nowhere, this little puppy dog that would speak and say different phrases said, I love you. Oh my God, that is my worst nightmare. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, fuck, Emily. It was sitting on the complete other side of the room for me. There's no way I accidentally tapped it or something to make it start talking. This honestly scared the shit out of me, and I got it out of my room ASAP. One day, after being so freaked out at the house, I went for a drive and called my mom and told her about the creepy things that had been happening. She just told me how, or she just told me that it was my grandpa and how sweet he was and he just wanted to show me that he was there. Although it's totally creepy, it also totally makes me feel love from him and makes me wish that I had known him even more. I'm sorry if this was long-winded, but I thought you could relate. Absolutely. Like I could, like more than any other story I've ever gotten, I relate to this one the most. Um, Oh, no. Uh, I have another series of creepy ass stories. Wait, I'd like to add to that one. Yeah. Do you watch Black Mirror on Netflix? I don't. I've never watched a single episode. You need to start watching it. There's an episode on there where they put the mom's like body or soul or whatever into a teddy bear. And all it can say is (laughs) I love you. Uh, it's it's pretty I'm just like not I don't know whatever anyway you don't want to be up with trends it's not even that even like stranger things I didn't watch it till the second season like I didn't even start it till the second season came out I don't know what it is I just I don't know I don't know that's okay you still watch Grey's Anatomy so I'll allow it that's true I do still watch Grey's Anatomy I have too many shows to watch I don't have time it's exhausting it's exhausting all the shows I need to keep up with me too. I'll name them right after this. Um, she's, she goes on to say, I have another series of creepy ass stories I'd like to share with you, but I'll send those in another email. Thank you for reading, Emily. Emily, you're just you're just such good people. Just just love that story. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. My, good one. my shows. I'm trying to think of what shows I watch. Mondays is Teen Mom. And Siesta Key is on now as well, which I watch. I watch those. I do. I don't watch cable. I just stream things. And I watch This Is Us. Okay, that's that's a good one. And I watch Catfish. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with Catfish. No. I watch a lot of MTV for a 29-year-old. Like, it's really know. embarrassing. It, <laughs> me. it actually kills me. It's super embarrassing. Um, Teen Mom OG and Teen Mom 2. And then I watch... Um, um, yeah, Catfish. So good. I love Catfish. Um... Um, Grey's Anatomy, and I watch Dr. Phil every day. (laughs) 
Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's the man. Okay. Oh my goodness. You know what you should watch? Tell me more. New Girl. I'm rewatching I'm, it. I love New Girl. I love I it. I do. That's another one I watch. New Girl. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So funny. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's the other one I watch all the time? Uh, Last Man on Earth. Holy shit. It's so good. You need to watch it if you haven't seen it. It's so funny. Is that oh, Nathan for you is like, I don't know how you don't like it. I know. Don't like it. I know we didn't watch the best episode, but I'm going to make you watch it again. It's real. Like, I get so upset when people are like, Meh, I don't really like Nathan for you. I'm like, you're not normal. Like, is it Last Man so on Earth? Yeah, Last Man on Earth is a good what's one. What's it about? Too. Just watch it. It's good. Oh. Bill, what's his name? No, not Bill Hader. Definitely not Bill Hader. What's his name? Phil Miller. Yeah, but the fucking actor's name. Why can't I think of it? Will Fort. Will Forte. Will Forte. Will Fort. Anyways. Anyways, back to uh, stories. If you guys watch those shows, talk to me about them. Um, the all right. Do you want to tell your story? Sure. <laughs> okay. So my friend Steph actually messaged me because I posted on my Facebook and I was like, hey guys, do you, do you have any stories? My friend has this podcast. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> help me. Um, so anyways... My friend messaged me and she said that she was visiting her family in California. And while she was there, her and her family went out to like the mountains in California and more pretty much she went to, um, let's see, she said Sierra Nevada. And once she was there, they were like, oh, you know what? We're just going to stay in one of these hotels. They found these cute little hotels. And so they stayed in one specifically, and it's called the Sierra Nevada House. And so they were like, oh, this is so cute. We're going to stay here. Blah, blah, blah. Her parents went up to sleep. Her and her siblings went to the bar just to have a couple of drinks, and they're just pretty much relaxing before the next day, before they had to go back to their family. Mm -hmm. And so they're talking to the bartender, and the bartender just looks over my friend's shoulder, and he's just having, he just had like a confused look, and she's like, hi like what's what's going on and he's like oh Isabella must have moved the salt again and she's like oh okay is Isabella another bartender or is she a customer and he's like no she's the spirit that actually moves things around in the bar so oh dear yeah and my friend's not one that believes and paranormal stuff or yeah. anything like that. Isn't that always what happens? It's, it's always. Isn't that always? I mean, the case? I've waited for stuff to happen to me like this and everything, but it doesn't happen. Be careful what you wish for. I know, especially in this GD house. I know. Go on. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Knock on wood. Um. Anyways, so after they had a couple of drinks or whatnot, she decided. My friend decided to go up to her room. She just wanted to get some extra sleep. <laughs> she has this feeling to like just stop in the hallway and just look in the mirror that was beside her and it was like a full length mirror so she looks and she's looking at herself and out of the corner like in the corner of the mirror she sees a lady wearing a blue dress and she's like what the hell that's I did not see her behind me so she turns wow. around and there's no one there but she looks wow. in the mirror again and the lady's still there and she starts like looking around and like freaking out 
No, so then you. she goes back to the bar and she tells her siblings what happened and they're all like, no, you're you're crazy. That's not what happened. And the bartender said, no, that's that's Isabella that you saw in the mirror. So she did some researching and everything and she actually sent me some research on this. And she said, so the spirit, Isabella, was once a member of the kitchen staff in the, the hotel and she caught her lover in bed with another woman in the hotel. Oh, shit. She confronted the lover and was pushed off the balcony by her lover and fell to her death. Ever since then, she has been haunting the staff and customers, moving items or appearing in the long mirror that my friend was standing in front of. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much, they said they rushed out of that hotel the next day um they said if you want anything to happen to you like that go to that hotel but other than that just stay away oh my god so yeah so uh if you want to see a lady in a blue dress go to sierra nevada house damn sierra nevada california shout out to them speaking of california that's oh i already talked about that's where our hometown haunt is today Well, damn, girl, if I fucking saw anyone in a mirror, I would die. I'd cry. I would cry. I think I would die. And then I would come back and haunt people. All right. So, um, all right. I guess I'll tell Allie's story. Yeah. So Allie works with us. Allie's been one of my good friends since I was, um, in high school and she had a story to tell me today. I remembered her telling me this story like a long time ago. So I sent, I sent her a message today and was like, Hey, tell me that story. I'm going to tell it on my podcast. So basically when she was younger, her aunt, her aunts, they're a lesbian couple. Um, they, them and their daughter were all living in this house and, um, weird things started happening. So, um, Things like rugs would be, would be pulled out from under them. Mm. They would get pushed. And what I find the creepiest is, um, okay, so sorry, not this part, but like they would hear like whispering, like just like all kinds of crazy. Yeah. But the creepiest thing I find is that when they would go into their closet to get clothes out, when they would go reach for a hanger, somebody would pick up the hanger and hand it to them. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That was the creepiest thing from that story. So they called a Catholic priest. Catholic priest came. He was like, your daughters and you, both, like all of you guys have to get out of the house. Um, So the aunts called Allie's mom and were like, listen, can like our daughter stay with you? Um, She said, yes. And the priest made them all wear bottles or vials of holy water around their necks so that whatever it was, wouldn't come, like, wouldn't attach itself to one of them and leave the house with them when they left the house while the priest was there blessing Like, did he say what it was? No. So then he was in the house for, I think she said, for a whole weekend. He blessed the house. They moved back in and nothing ever happened after that. That was my dog. I thought (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the scariest thing ever. I know. Well, I mean, at least they didn't have to pick out their clothes. Could you imagine somebody handing you your clothes and it's just invisible? Scream. I would scream as well. 
I would probably burn down the house. Or I'd be like, thank you. Thank you and goodbye. Yeah. Pleasure doing business with you. Yeah, really. Fuck. Um, Yeah, so it's Alex's story. Crazy Daisy. Am I right? That's that's too much. (laughs) It's way too much. All right, guys. All right, so Anaheim, you with your mighty ducks and your your warm weather. Warm weather. Well, it's not that warm right now. Is it? Apparently it's like snowing everywhere. What? Snowing everywhere. That's warm. Well, here in Canada. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, the other day where we live in Canada. It was like negative 30? No, no, no. Well, not that day, but the day that we woke up. And all the snow had melted and everyone's grass was green. It was weird. And then by 5 p.m. we had a foot of snow on the ground. It was the day after tomorrow. It was the day after tomorrow. That's literally it. And Trump doesn't believe in global warming. And there was no Jake Gyllenhaal saying And your president doesn't believe in global warming. (laughs) Bring him here. See my green grass and then a foot of snow an hour later. Exactly. Brutal. Anyways, what is this? Anyways, Anaheim. Back to the task at hand here. Where the ducks are mighty. Anaheim, where the ducks are mighty and the Himes are Anna. Himes. Yep, yep that's it. I, I didn't we're, say I was Canadian. Yeah. Everyone, okay. Go People tell me I'm funny. <laughs> yeah. You're entertaining. <laughs> you laugh at me at work all the time. That's, that's to like give you a little bit of happiness. Victoria? No, you're hilarious. Go fuck this is why yourself. we're friends. You Go still love me. fuck yourself. I buy you coffee all the time. You still love me. Yeah, I offered to buy you coffee today, and you denied me. I'm on a diet, okay? I'm, I already had one. Coffee. I'm on a diet of ruffles and hell of a good dip. I go to the gym. I burn it all off. That you is. ate it after. Yeah, but I made sure to burn enough calories <laughs> so that I could eat it. Okay. I burn it. Anyways, back to Anaheim. California. Listen, this is my show, and we'll do what well, I want to do. I've been a guest, and you know what? Three times now. <laughs> that makes me special. And you know what, Victoria? Instead of ghosts, we're gonna talk about candles now because it's my fucking podcast. We'll talk about whatever I want. No, what don't you like? What? <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna lie. I thought of the ceilings in Hogwarts. Oh my god, I'm such a pussy. Hanging. Candles. Anyways. Not hanging. Floating. Floating. Levitating. Floating. Levitating. Wingardium Leviosa. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Leviosa. That's what I said, dum dum. It's better. You're a cock. Mm. (laughs) You're the cock. All right. Okay, Anaheim, seriously, I chose Disneyland, okay? I chose Disneyland. (laughs) Disney, Disney, Disney. Okay, apparently Disneyland is haunted by, like, a bunch of stuff. And so I was researching it, and I found um, an article where they interviewed a cast member who who works inside the haunted mansion. And she talked about um, how she believes, and so do other Disney employees, that the place is ha- haunted by, like, more than one, uh, more than one ghost. She said that female employees talk about ghosts that untie the ribbons in their hair. Um, she said that props move from one side of the room to another. And she said there are behind the scene rooms in the haunted mansion that are so creepy that employees avoid going inside of them. 
Um, there is a one. So what's this? Um, let's see here. So there are this website that I found has 10, 10 legends from inside of Disneyland. Legends, not stories. Legends. Because when you're at Disney, shit gets serious. And it's a legend. That's right. That's right. Are you sure you want to go to Universal instead of Disney? Yeah, because I don't want to be I know, scared by right? ghosts. Universal has ghosts. I don't care. I want to see Harry Potter's world. Swirl. Part <laughs> of his world. Just like in Aladdin. I love your... What did you just say? Isn't it part of your world? No, it's not. Oh my goodness. I, I was thinking of like the get carpet out. ride. I was thinking of the carpet ride. A whole new world. That's why. It's a whole new world in my life, but I want to be a part of it, like Little Mermaid. Get out. I can't. You should be embarrassed. I know. <laughs> All right. So, did you guys know? Don't Snapchat while I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> I got it. How am I boring you? Am I? No. Everyone uh, listening to this has probably shut it off by now. They're like, can you fucking get on with it? Probably. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, you know what? It's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, you want to you wanna hear a ghost story? Start your own ghost story podcast for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really saucy today. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah. 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 All right. So, apparently, Walt Disney himself haunts Disneyland in California. So, everyone knows that Walt Disney had an apartment over the fire station on Main Street. Um, And there is a light in the window that they never turn off, which is a tribute to him who died in 1966. But before the tradition of leaving the light on began, a cast member turned off the light and would leave the room only to find the light turned on again when she returned. The story goes that she heard a voice that said, I am still here. I just got chills, actually. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. Legend number two is Space Mountain. Okay, and this, by the way, I got this from a website called ocregister.com. And I wonder if I can find the writer's name because I should probably give her some credit. Uh, or him. Keith Sharon. So he wrote this in 2015. But nevertheless. Okay, legend number two is Space Mountain's Mr. One Way. Uh, He is described as a large man with red hair and a red face. The legend is that he sits in the seat next to single riders. No. And then he disappears by the end of the ride. He has also been spotted in the cast member locker room. No. (laughs) I can't. Are you kidding? Imagine. Like, just, just picture that for a moment. You sit down. You're like, oh, I'm going to buddy you up with this person. Okay, not a problem. He disappears. What did he do? Like, but fly off? Furthermore, the cast members, do they even see him? Or does he just kind of appear? Like, what happens there? You're just, like, going down the ride, and he's just like, okay, I don't get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid. Okay, the monorail runner. In June of 1966, a teenager, I've heard about this, a teenager tried to sneak into Disneyland for grad night by climbing a fence and crossing the monorail track. When he was spotted by a security guard, he ran, but he was struck and killed by the monorail train. It is said that the ghost of him can be seen at night running alongside the monorail train. Just creepy. The Matterhorn Ghost. 
1984, a woman named Dolly Young was killed when she was thrown from the bobsled. So Matterhorn, you, you would like riding a bobsled. Ever since her death, cast members who are required to walk the tracks when the ride shuts down say they can hear her. Some cast members call the section of track where Dolly died, Dolly's Dip. No thanks. Ooh, I wonder what this is. The Crying Boy. <clears throat> the exit of the haunted mansion is said to be haunted by the ghost of a boy. The story goes that the boy's mother spread her son's ashes in the haunted mansion without Disneyland's permission. Legend has it the ghost also appears on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That's like a huge, I'm sure like you've heard it. A lot like of people, a huge yeah. problem at Disneyland, like, or Disney World and Disneyland. They spread people's ashes in the haunted mansion. And like, the Did staff the members mansion or like somewhere else well though? wherever but like staff members like you're on camera 24 7 at disney world like they're gonna see you and when they see you they just sweep up your loved one's ashes and throw it in a trash can oh well don't leave your fucking ashes at, don't leave your ashes at the theme park throw it in the water but not where the alligators are well victoria not not where the alligators are. Well, Victoria. I'm thinking of that little boy. I know. We don't have to get into it. Because that was sad. The man with the cane. Mm. A small plane crashed in the 1940s in Anaheim. And the pilot is now believed to be haunting the haunted mansion. But why? Like, why? <coughs> According to uh, Seek's Ghost Stop Blogspot, a cast member saw the man with the cane at the loading dock where guests board dune buggies. But... Why does he haunt the haunted mansion? That doesn't make sense. If he just crashed in Anaheim somewhere, like, whatever. He just decided he's going to float yeah. over to him. Well, okay, here's the thing. If I was a ghost haunted and I was haunting somewhere in Anaheim, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to float on over to Disney World or Disneyland and have some fun. Next up, Disney World. Next up, I'm going to the fucking Dumbo ride. Yeah. I'm going to the teacups. I'm going to go scare some kids. <laughs> I'm going to go sit with them on rides. I'm going to go do this. Right? Anyways. The woman in white. A ghost dressed in a 19th century gown has been spotted on Main Street after dark. Legend has it that she guides lost children to the Disneyland Baby Care Center where they can be reunited with their parents. No. Thank you. Imagine. (laughs) No. Hello, darling. Are you lost? Hey, child. No, thank you. I'll help you. I have candy. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) The Spirit in the River. In June of 1973, two brothers stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island after the park closed. They tried to escape by swimming across the rivers of America. The older brother drowned. Cast members have seen a ghost rippling the water. That's sad. That's very sad. Uh, The ghost prefers blondes. Legend number nine. A teenager was killed on the People Mover ride in 1967. Legend has it that his ghost haunts Tomorrowland. The People People Mover closed in 1995. The ghost reportedly grabs the hair of blonde guests. That sucks. Well, guess I'm changing my hair to brunette again. This is Disneyland, not Disney World. World. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, guys. I'm good. Legend number 10 is called Really, Really Scary. Construction on the Haunted Mansion began in 1963, and the story goes that one of the first test guests was so scared that she died of a heart attack inside the mansion. I've been on that ride. It's not that scary. It's not scary. Never been on it. 
her death legend has it led to the close closing of construction until 1969 well she just ruined it for everyone else no don't say that but like it's not scary that ride's not scary it's like Picture the nightmare like, scarier before though. Picture the nightmare before Christmas. That's what the ride is like. Me too. Chat? Zero? Zero. My my favorite, zero. Obvi. Zero. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know what I want to know though? What? There's gotta be, there's gotta be modern, like more modern stories of deaths that have happened at Disney World or Disneyland, right? There has to. Like, I get that safety has, like, improved and, like, technology's improved and stuff. But there's got to be people who, like, died of a heart attack, died of heat stroke, died of exhaustion, like, on Disney World grounds. Why don't they ever haunt the park? Why is it always people from, like, the 70s and beyond? You know? Anyway, that's just my two cents. Isn't Walt Disney, like, frozen, though? Isn't that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing or if it's a rumor, but I heard. Let me, let me. Is Walt, let's Google, is Walt Disney frozen? He arranged to have himself frozen in cryonic, cryonic? Sure. Cryonic? chamber full of liquid nitrogen upon his death and he now awaits the day so it is true yeah crazy he awaits the day when medical technology makes his reanimation possible that's fucked can you imagine i hope i'm alive to see that day anyway no i think it's (laughs) false though nope status false Origins, when the frozen Disney, and quotations, rumor started, and by whom, is unknown. The whole friggin' world, the privacy <laughs> Disney maintained concerning his personal life extended to his death and the lack of details available about his funeral and burial arrangements combined with his reputation as a technological, technological, that's a hard word. You got it. Thank you. Innovator has helped foster the story of Disney's cryonic suspension ever since. Nice. Okay, so pretty much he's dead. He's not frozen. Everyone thinks he's frozen, but we don't have the proof that he's not frozen because we don't know anything where he's buried. All right. So he might be frozen. They're just lying. Could be. I still think it's true. I'm just going to believe it for my own sake. Believe it. I believe whatever I want to believe. And I believe believe fairies. I believe in fairies. I do. I do. I I believe you're a cuck. Yep. I believe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that's about it for this episode. Episode 15. Woohoo. Of um, Paranormal. Thanks for tuning in, guys. My, um, My little paranormies. I love them so much. I love getting messages from you guys. I love DMs. And I love your emails that you send me. Um, so keep sending them cause I read all of them and then I'll probably read them on the podcast. It might take me a couple of weeks like I did with Emily's, but I'll read, I will read them and, um, you can follow me. Oh yeah. I made my Twitter private. So <laughs> it used to be open, but I started, I started 
there was this job that I really, really want. Like, I really, really want it. And I applied for it. And I just thought it would be best if I kept my things hidden. Probably. Because I make a lot of dumb, like, dumb jokes on Twitter that are, like, not serious. But if people ever saw it and I was, like, dropping S-bombs and shit like that on there, they would be like, ah, yeah, we're okay without you as an employee. You know what I mean? So, like, I just... I just, for my own sake, um, but maybe I'll get back out. Anyways, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you're more than welcome to. It's at Splendora underscore. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's the same thing, at Splendora underscore. If you want to email me, it's A-D-O-R-A-N-T-I-M at gmail.com. And um, that's about it. Rate, review, subscribe, and only review or rate if you're going to leave five stars because I'm sitting at a five-star rating right now. And I don't want to fuck it up. Just kidding. If you don't like it, you can tell me. But just remember, I have a very fragile ego and a lot of mental health issues. Okay, thanks. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.